1: the evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire.
0: Right now, it's no time to die.
1: In November 2019, James Bond, wait. In February 2020, James Bond had his, no, wait. In April 2020, James, no, wait. How long In October 2021, James Bond had his 25th movie.
0: All right. No time to die. More like no time to kill. Like no time to release yeah. this film. <laughs> no
1: time to release.
0: I don't know. Wait. Bond always has time to release. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was... Why 2019? Because that I, I thought it was all like pandemic stuff, uh, right? the,
1: the first release was because the director quit and changed. It was oh. The first delay. Oh, and then okay. it was all pandemic delays.
0: Okay. Okay. Got it. So... Yeah, Yeah. we both... Um. I guess it's new around the world this weekend or past weekend. Vaguely over the last couple of weeks, yeah. Okay, then who knows when movies come out anymore? But in Japan, it just came out a week earlier than we thought, so we yeah. we both went to see it two nights ago in our respective cities. A tale of two cities. Yeah. A tale of two 007s, o sevens, I guess. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> um, I don't know how we're going to do spoilers and plot and stuff because it's a just released
0: movie. So we'll we'll lay off a little. We'll give a warning before we really dive into that uh, particular aspect. But um, this is Matt here. The name's Summerhaze, right? Luke Summerhaze. Mm. Missed a mm. trick there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you gave him the whole thing, and they can find you now. I've I've never been subtle with my details online, so. <laughs> but um, so I guess we should talk about your expectations going into this one. Hmm. Well, I think we can both agree that we
1: both fucking loved Casino Royale. Yeah, Casino Royale, straight up masterpiece. I would say my favorite Bond. I can, I can go. I have a soft spot for favorite, Moonraker, but, but I don't have a favorite. But definitely, best. Okay, it's the best. <laughs> like it's a really good film.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't really, you know, I love Moonraker, but I can't like sit there and tell you it's a good film. Right. I, whereas I can't watch Casino Royale without immediately wanting to play poker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I did play a lot of poker on that time in my life too. I managed to get my friends, but then when I watched it recently in preparation for this film, I just played a lot of poker on my Switch the next day. <laughs> it's not the same. Um, then we're both big like Quantum of Solace apologists. Mm. Correct. Like I, gen- I really like Quantum of Solace, and I don't even get what people's issue
0: is with it. I think it's kind of smaller scale, maybe. Uh, yeah, but that's in a good way. It still has things Well, Casino up. not that big scale. Good point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't in yeah. Skyfall. I don't then like. We're it. we're both much. not yeah. as into Skyfall. I, I just feel like Skyfall
1: had an identity crisis. Is it a sequel to Casino Royale's Bond? Is it a return to, like, pre-Craig Bond? Right. Is it a massive spectacle piece, or is it a small piece that just takes place <laughs> as, like Home Alone in a mansion at the end?
0: <laughs> and, and I, I guess we, I should throw out there, like, through all of these, Daniel Craig is always oh, a fucking great Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't really matter what the movie is. Yeah, he's it's- never had a bad film. But there's a bit of diminishing returns. Because Roger Moore, you know, he's a shit Bond sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I did one a few times, too. I just just shout out Moonraker. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he does phone a few of them in. (laughs) Um, And then also Skyfall was clearly
1: like, there's a role in there that was written for Connery. And when Connery didn't take it, they should have restructured that whole third act. Yeah. But they didn't. (laughs) So you've just got Bond and this old dude you don't care about in a house that's boring. That that would have actually done quite a bit to make that movie worse. You wouldn't it. feel like, oh, that ending is lame. It's all... Why has it gone home alone if it was him and Connery, right? Yeah. You would, you'd just be so, like, into it for that reason. Yeah. Then, Spectre, I never got around to watching until the day before I watched No Time to
0: Die. See, for me, it's like, I, I, I went to see... All I remember of Spectre is, like, the first 20 minutes, which are fantastic. That's one of the best Bond sequences ever. Yeah. Phenomenal opening. Then... I forgot the rest of the movie. It's not great. (laughs) Um, And then all of the
1: problems with... The only problems I have with No Time to Die are just things inherited from Spectre. (laughs) So, but I went into this film with... Basically, I haven't watched A Bond for like six years or something whenever Skyfall came out. So I was dead keen for another one. So I had... I don't know if I had high expectations. I just knew I was going to be
0: entertained either way. I feel like a bit of the pre... Maybe they did some bait and and switch, but... um, They were really putting out, like, oh, this is going to be, like, the, the, you know, traditional Bond film for Daniel Craig. This is going to be full-on Bond. I'm like, really?
1: I think, like, they've done that for every single one since Casino
0: Royale. Yeah, I guess Casino Royale was like, hey,
1: this is not your daddy's Bond. This is Bond for the 21st century. It's dark. It's gritty. He doesn't make the jokes. It asks real questions about modern espionage. And then everyone since then has been like, Actually, here's all the stuff he miss.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I guess I drank that Kool-Aid this time around. Right. Maybe because it's been a while and it's his last one. And I was like, this really is not bad at all. No, this actually, it,
1: it really makes his five films feel like their own separate individual series in a way none of the other Bonds felt like they had. That's good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's just different.
0: Yeah, I, I am curious. Yeah, well, anyway, um... Should we do some kind of a plot? No, let's do a plot, but let's do a... Just our vague
1: appraisal, and then we'll do a, another section with spoilers. Okay, so what what's your
0: vague appraisal? It's good, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm thinking... It's like Spectre. I feel like I've already forgotten most of it, and it's two days later. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I didn't have a bunch of, like shit that blew my mind whole or anything, but it just...
0: It's just the Craig factor. Craig's
1: really good. Yeah, Craig's are,
0: like, and this film he's just carrying gave him this movie. a lot to do, right? Yeah, he's carrying this movie, like, full on. I, I yeah. mean, there are other good actors in it. Um, Freddie Mercury, I, I how did you feel about that? Remy I mean, Malek? He was good. It's just... Mm. Is it a thing where in, like, in like 20 years it's going to be, like like, amazing? Possibly. I think it's also...
1: It's just a lot of our villains... In the craig films have been quite samey mm. i can't tell you the name of his character i just know he's remy malik right yeah i only know blofeld's name because they stupidly just made him oh he's the guy from the old films but it's basically into darkness is khan
0: yeah it's not i mean come on that's not blofeld then mr silver christopher waltz well, is great because right,
1: he had a nice simple name mr silver yes. there you go yes i can't even tell you who the villain was in quantum of solace <laughs> oh, is that maybe that's why people don't like it? it didn't really have a strong villain
0: it had that awesome bass though or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that but then before a, that you had Le Chief. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the best Bond villains ever. I mean Yeah, I think the Craig's thing is Craig great.
1: His villains have been
0: eh. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's one of the reasons I love Moonraker, one of the best Bond villains. Yeah, You know if the movie's a bit naff. <laughs> the only Bond, the only villain I've really
1: like wanted him to get is Mr. White. And by the point of this film, He's barely even a villain. They're like sitting
0: down like mates. Yeah. I need to watch this again when it, um, you know, when it comes out on Discord I won't
1: watch it right away, but when I've given it enough time, I think I'll rewatch the five. Because I'm just sitting here wondering, did I actually like this movie that much? (laughs) And I'm not sure. Whereas, yeah, I'm coming out of Casino Royale and coming out of Quantum of Solace, I was 100% in the I bloody loved that camp. Yeah. So I'd say those, Casino Royale, clear number one. Yes. Quite nice a just below that. Well, a fair bit below that, but still <laughs> good. Yeah. I'd probably put this just below that, mm-hmm. then Skyfall, and then
0: Spectre. Okay.
1: But again, he doesn't had a bad one. Right. But just compared to how good Royale was. I none feel, of the others were
0: measured up. Somehow this one seemed kind of dry for a Bond film. Like, then, really? More than the other ones. I, were, I guess that they're all dry, but this one seemed to... They were trotting the globe. Bond was making... I'll tell you what it is, he doesn't do much shagging. Maybe that's it, he's too... He's, he's already,
1: he's got a love interest from the start and he only shows her, right? So you've got like three or four different Bond girls, but he doesn't bang any of them.
0: Yeah, he's not out being charming and stuff. The, the film's film. dry because Dick, Bond's dick's dry. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they bashed it all up in Casino Royale, right? <laughs> doesn't seem to
1: stuff him. <laughs> but we, went, we had a big section on that scene in the, I'm On a Podcast recently <laughs> about cock and ball torture. <laughs> So, <laughs> look up the Ragnarok episode of Monster Mash if you want to hear us talk about Cock and Bull Dodger for five minutes at the end.
0: That, that's how you're <laughs> going to try and sell that one? Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers and to your own risk. Should we, I don't know, try and go through the, the, the five second plot? Just for, <laughs> in case someone's like, I'm not gonna watch this film. I'm just gonna listen to this podcast.
1: <laughs> so it picks up right from Spectre, where Spectre left off. So Bond has quit and he's with this girl he met, who apparently he's in love with, even though they had like five minutes of screen time in Spectre together and no chemistry, <laughs> right? And again, that's the big problem with this film is it expects you to be invested in this love interest from the previous film that was shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. That was Spectre's big failing, was that it really expected you to care about this love story
0: which just was nothing to me. It just rolls, see I completely forgot about it. I was like, yeah. I was like in that, you know, Mission Impossible space where you never quite figure out what the deal is with Tom Cruise at the beginning of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like,
1: because in a real, the romance with Vespa felt really real. Yeah, yeah. And They, they had great chemistry. on chemistry. And then here, but... all of the sequels have played on that being a big defining factor in his life. Mm. And then they tried to say like, well, this is the girl who's finally healed him or whatever. And it's like, she's just a pretty blonde half his age, and that's the only thing I can see that he sees in her.
0: She's like the girl, <laughs> it's not the same actress is it, that replaced, no, it's not, but uh, replaced uh, Megan Fox in Transformers. That was, like, oh, no, no, yeah, this is an actress. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> she, she, she does act. She yeah, just yeah, doesn't yeah. have chemistry with Craig. Anyway, that's how I felt about her in this mm. movie. Like, she kind of, maybe, I mean, you know, the chemistry is lacking. How,
1: yeah, but she, could, she's how? not. Rosie Huntington-Whitley in Transformers 3 where she's just an underwear model that Michael Bay hired. <laughs> she's at least Rosie Huntington-Whitley in Mad Max after she's had some acting assets.
0: Okay, there we go. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I didn't even quite, it's been a few years since I've seen Spectre. I mean, maybe I should have gone back and watched him, but that's not what happened. So, so anyway, it picks up with then Bonds quit. They're out in love. They go to visit Vesper's grave,
1: um, which is then Bond. And Bond, because he's Bond he doesn't trust anyone, blames her. After escaping, fighting some bad guys, whatever. And then we basically do the first act of Spectre again. Where Bond, not Spectre, Skyfall. Mm. It's the exact plot of the start of Skyfall. Bond's been retired for five years. Everyone thinks he's dead, but then he gets back into the game because he has to. Right. Um, and then it takes the one cool idea from Spectre, which is Bond is working outside of MI5. He's a rogue agent, which was done pretty well in Spectre. Here it's because Felix Leiter asked him for help. Um, and then, yeah, they go. They find a Russian scientist. He's built a super weapon, Oh, It's a virus. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, nanobots. Oh, I was going to say biobots. No, it's nanobots. Yeah, you're right. They show and explain it, and that was definitely added in post. <laughs> <laughs> I even remember hearing synopses that this is going to be about a virus back in like 2020. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's why it's been delayed a long time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out there's this baddie. He kills all of Spectre, which I at least... I was worried they were gonna do what the past three films in a row had done, where it's like, actually, I was behind everything. Mm -hmm. And the next film, actually, I was behind everything, including the guy who said he was behind everything. (laughs) But this guy isn't that, he's just, he's a rogue agent who manages to take out Spectre. So that was a bit more interesting.
0: Yeah. And this this was
1: one of the best uh, villain takedowns, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So Bond goes to his secret island base off the coast of Japan to blow up the factory where he's making the bioweapon which can be programmed to attack specific DNA. And then, oh, the baddie scratches him, so now he can't go to his girlfriend. Oh, and daughter, I forgot to mention. Bond has a daughter in this one. Because it was such a loving relationship. That, yep. like, you know, um, that doesn't translate on screen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, Bond is just like, I'm a British bloke and I want to be a dad. Worked. He had good dad energy. Which isn't why I want to see in my Bonds, necessarily. But yeah. he did that. That felt real, even if the love—the love for the, the daughter—felt very real.
0: Yeah, yeah. The love for the girl felt very fake. But then they have to play uh, the. they? I mean, it's clear it's his daughter, but she's no—it's not. She's not your daughter through most of the movie. Yeah, but then yeah, he's infected with a virus that would kill the love interest and the daughter
1: if he ever went near them. So he stays behind to make sure the base gets blown up. And spoilers: Bond dies. Gets blown up real but good. But we still get James Bond will return at the end of the credits. Because James Bond will return. Yeah, I know, but you thought they would leave that out for this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a plot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it again and I'll really, like, light
1: my fire, but... So there's a few things which I think are very cool about this film. It's got a good henchman. Yeah. Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. He's got Blofeld's robot eye in his head so like, Blofeld can see through him and stuff. That's all cool Bond villain stuff, right? Yeah. Plus then Bond takes him out in a fun
0: way explodes the eye with an EMP. <laughs> like, like, Christopher Watts could have been, like, the villain in this movie. Hmm. But that would have made more sense for him. Possibly, but they, they always want to have a new villain, right? Yeah. No, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, he should never have been Blofeld. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Even though I love Christopher Watts. And but yeah, wasn't... that whole
1: Blofeld was 100% Benedict Cumberbatch can.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's only
1: shocking to the audience. It means nothing to Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like, why does Bond agree to start calling him? I mean, I guess it's good that Bond doesn't dead name people, but <laughs> 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 why is he just going along with it and not calling him by his real name that he knows him
0: by? And <laughs> um, did other cool things. I, I think everybody loves the new 007. Yeah, she was fun. Yeah, she's oh, fun. I'll tell
1: you who I love who didn't have anyone near enough screen time is Ana de Armas. Yeah. She was the, um, the contact he met in uh, Cuba.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, She's
1: the main character. You haven't seen Knives Out yet, right? I have not seen Knives Out yet. So she's the main character in that, him and her and Daniel Craig. Ah. And they are so good together, and they're really fun together in this as well. Because you said
0: we have plans for Knives Out, so I haven't gotten around to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, (laughs) so if this film hadn't been forced to carry over the boring love interest from Spectre, maybe she would have been the main Bond girl, and this would have had all the spice and sexiness that you want from the Bond, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, actually, this is a little preview of what Christopher Nolan's Bond would be like. That. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that, this is the Christopher Nolan, Pond movie. <laughs> um, so, did you notice that there's a surprising amount of random Japanese uh, and items, and it takes place in Island of Japan? I definitely a Japanese director.
0: Right? No, I definitely caught on when they're like, "Oh, we're going to." I mean, but that, like, that even just sense. like
1: M randomly had some Japanese art in his office and stuff, it just dotted around. Yeah,
0: I mean, you only live twice, as sort of the uh, the. It's what introduced Japan um, ninjas to the west. Basically. because that a movie, really. More or, or, or less, yeah. yeah. Know, well, made them, maybe the book before the movie, but yeah. yeah. That's what made them a big deal. I think the book and the movie are somewhat different, as is yeah. Honestly, that's what they should do next. They should just actually make the books and the movies. Because, that's, well, that's
1: what Casino Royale did once, right? And then.
0: Yeah. Um, well, from, I, from I, I think with we'll love have a whole is, section on this in a bit. But yeah, from Russia with next. Love is quite close to the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Moonraker. I, again, love the movie, but completely different than the book. It has like mm-hmm. nothing in common. It shares a title, that's about it. They're yep. like, oh, that we already did all the Flemings. It's like, well, you use the titles. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really use the Fleming for all of these. So, um, I, I although don't yeah, they don't need to make Thunderball again. We do know that. <laughs> We've got it twice already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, more than that. I think I think it's yep. I think that script has actually been used in a few different, like maybe it wasn't quite Bond or something. But okay. That one's notoriously been done several times. Um, the uh, E.O.N. Productions, E.O.N., how do you yeah, say I don't it? Know.
1: I think it might just E.O.N.
0: Okay. Anyway, they do actually properly own it now, so that okay. shouldn't happen again. But it did, hey, that last Connery Bond, the fake Bond one is, you know, <laughs> it's better than an octopussy. <laughs> but it doesn't have a better title. Nothing um, has a better title on octopussy.
1: No. <laughs> okay, so we've got a couple of good Bond girls who are underused because we've got the boring love interest. We've got a great henchman. we got a pretty good villain. Remy Malek's good. Um, we've got, definitely got some sci-fi in there because it's all about nanopots now because they didn't want to make it about a virus. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got that was good? Those are some good chases. The chase around Italy is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, cars are always fun. Um, and motorbikes mostly in this one. <laughs> uh, what else was The snow bit was great. Well, the mm. Craig never skied across all five films. That's a shame. Maybe it's not a skier. No, I never. I like seeing Bond ski because it's just so poncy and British
0: and ridiculous that our action hero skis. <laughs> 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 that's, did I ever mention that's kind of where I ended up, why I started playing the cello? Because James Bond played the cello? No, because in the Living Daylights, him and the, the Bond girl escaped down a mountain riding a cello. Oh, okay. And then oh. a, it, like a, a few months after I was like, it was like, okay, you can choose band or. Or or orchestra, and list three things you might want to play, and I think I actually put French horns number one, but I put cello as number two because i was I just seen the Bond film Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where and uh, yes, I'm still playing the thing what thirty five years later, so <laughs>
1: um, and then final bass battle it's good the action sequences are all good, bass isn't that interesting. missile Silo on an
0: island there's not much see there it is. Bond has no joy in this movie, right. Um, you know, Pierce Brosnan's not by definitely not the best bomb, but he was always having a good time. That's
1: why I like Quantum Solace so much
0: because he's kind His of
1: like mommy and charming and bond- bonding it all the way through, right? Yeah. Like, there's I love the bit in Quantum Solace where she's like, um, she comes to make him play by the rules and she's like, We're teachers on sabbatical. And they go to this cheap hotel, he's like, Nope. And they go to the most expensive hotel in town, and he's like, Hello, we're teachers on sabbatical, and we just won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah, because Daniel goes, yeah. Craig
0: can do that right. great. And there's yeah, like, no, he's Real, he brooding.
1: Doesn't. We have a bit of it in Real when he's with Vesper and stuff, but a lot of brooding. Skyfall, it's all about he's trying to save M, lots of brooding.
0: Yeah.
1: Spectre, there's this boring love interest, a lot of brooding. <laughs> this one, he's recovering from the boring love interest,
0: lot of brooding. Yeah, so.
1: So Quantum Solace is the one where you just get to see Bond have the most fun. Yeah. Because they even meant, like, at the end of this film, after he's dead, the toast is like. Uh, they read the thing about how man is here to live, not just to exist, and how Bond epitomized that. But for the most part, this Bond didn't get to epitomize that.
0: No, this Bond was a kind of... Uh, he's, I mean, it's basically a sad sack, isn't it? I mean, this yeah. Bond's life sucks. Yeah. I mean, you know, it makes some good movies, right? And yeah. and, and they have a great actor doing it, but you're like... Because you're like, you know, rolling around the world like Sean Connery or Pierce Brosnan. Maybe not like Roger Moore, because I want to be cooler than Roger Moore, but...
1: but the <laughs> point of Bond is meant to be women want him, and men want to be him.
0: Yeah, Whereas I don't Daniel
1: want... Craig nails the women want him. Thing. Yeah, He's definitely the sexiest one. <laughs> like the other ones, the character is sexy, but I don't necessarily look at like Pierce Brosnan and think like, oh yeah, what a what a hunk of meat. Remington it's like, steel. <laughs> they're, they're all just sort of lanky, posh, British dweebs who just get by on charm. Whereas Craig has got the charm, but also he's a hunk. Yeah, yeah. The closest i uh, Connery had a bit of hunk to him.
0: Yeah, but you don't want to be this bond. This, that's being what I mean. this bond yeah. looks like a
1: shit life. Whereas, yeah, like if Brosnan, like he looks like he's loving it 24 yeah. <laughs> 7. More as well, right? Like well, you'd love yeah. to live Roger Moore's life in those films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. where, where Roger Moore had to tell the studio, please stop giving me actresses this young to have sex with, it's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? I know. <laughs> in some of the later films, he just, he had to start telling them like, "No, guys, this is getting weird. Please stop casting me with these super young love. I guys. look
0: like someone's grandpa, folks. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's why then one of them is just like, "No, keep your clothes <clears throat> on, love." <laughs> well, he's he's the cocktail party bond, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he tells you his stories, right? These, mm-hmm. and, the, and the the more movies are the stories he tells you, but he was probably just like spent most of the time in the hotel, <laughs> at the bar, hotel bar. Oh yeah, we do I, we do have the the scotch whiskey highballs here for the for the conversation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would
0: have loved a vodka martini shaken on a stir even though I fucking hate martinis.
1: Really? It's like trying to swallow
0: a slug that's crawling <clears> back up. Oh, I used to make some kick-ass martinis. But, 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 I just, I've just i only had them like once. It's probably a crap martini, right? Okay, I, I make good ones. Um, I, I made gin martinis, though, because
1: right. th- that's whatever. I mean... Well, th- even th- in Casino Royale when he has the Vespa it is
0: one metre of vodka, two metres of Gordon's. Mostly gin. It should be. Because uh, the reason they started doing it in the movies is just because they had the product placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a vodka martini. I've made vodka martinis before. They're, um, no, gin martinis. Um, mm. Olives, got to have the olives. And um, you just think about it. Should we, we is- tell
1: our gin story from the party?
0: Yeah, sure, why not? We were at a, a work to do with a free bar, so of course we were knocking back
1: musket mules, gin and tonics. And my first gin and tonic, I went to the salad bar and got a cucumber to put in it. That's what you have in a gin and tonic—not a lime, a cucumber. And a bit later, I go to the bathroom and ask the boys to get me a gin and tonic. When I come back, they put a zucchini in it that they thought was a cucumber. <laughs> that actually but in did... fairness, Matt and Matty did then
0: get themselves gin and tonics and put like red peppers and stuff in. Them. And that actually, it's, uh, I ironic, That photo had just came up on my phone as like the memory thing today. I me with my there. zucchini gin. Tips, and that's not there. No, that, when we were walking to Seven Eleven to get these things, I, I I actually saw a flash of my um, red pepper drink. Cause I, we don't we don't do that in the states. That, that's a, that's a that's a British thing to do. You'll put a cucumber in a GNT. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, drinking a GNT is a pretty British thing to do. Zucchinis look kind of like uh, cucumbers. I mean, they have yeah. a resemblance. Also, we don't call them zucchinis in the UK. Mm, okay. We call them courgettes. I like zucchini better. Of course you do. Because aubergine, that's cool. I like aubergine, right? Yeah, yeah. That's better than eggplant. eggplant. Yeah. (laughs) I'm down with that, but no, no, I want my zucchini, man. Matt's down with the jean. Yeah. But not with the jet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't know (laughs) what it means. We've been up since 6 a.m. Also, I've been bit on a bunch since we sat down here, so there's definitely bugs somewhere.
0: It was right about the side of the temple.
1: This money, Penny. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah, I like this M, but he doesn't have the gravitas of Dame Judy then. I definitely was like, Ralph Fiennes actually starting to look old now. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, this and Skyfall, I noticed they, you know, you can have an F bomb in a 12A now. Mm. Both of them give it to M. Yeah, why not? Uh, his was great when he realizes that everyone's been
0: helping Bond. He just goes for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 brilliant. But um, no, he he is, I, he's a good M.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah good he's a good M, it's
0: just, I loved him to You know, Q gets a fair amount to do in this that was, one.
1: That was one I was going to ask, because how do we feel about this, like, pretty young Q? I'm okay with him. I don't mind him, but... Um, I, what I love about Q is just the, like, exasperation of Bond's nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Which works better when he's older than Bond. Now it's like Bond's his dad who's embarrassing him. <laughs> Whereas it used to be, like, you know, Bond's this cheeky chap who's annoying the old fuddy-duddy, right? And I think that's a bit more fun. He's better than Again, John Cleese if you want a fun bomb. <laughs> it's
0: maybe great. Yeah, I love John Cleese, but he <laughs> wasn't a particularly great queue. No, but the OG Q was. Oh, yeah, of course of he course. was great. will never replace him. So no, maybe it's good
1: they've done something so different.
0: Did you know he, I, he actually died in a car accident? I didn't ah. know that. Yeah, I thought I thought he just got old. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I hope he was just like bombing around in an Aston Martin,
0: being a lad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can only dream, right? But, yeah. yeah, yeah, he actually, because um, the last one he was in is the. Um, I feel like
1: he did at least one Brosnan, right?
0: We did two of them. Tomorrow Never Dies, Lies. Yeah. Oh, 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 nine Tomorrow Never Dies are the first two. I just learned that the title of the film was actually Tomorrow Never Lies, and there was a, a typo, and there was like, oh, it dies.
1: It must have been better for a Bond title anyway, right? Yeah, it's
0: better for a Bond title, but I just thought it was interesting. It was actually supposed to be lies, because huh. the media lies. And yeah, yeah, yeah. If you remember anything about that movie. Which... I do, actually, because I think that's quite an interesting one, and yeah,
1: it, I think... more, it has more to say than people realize. Okay,
0: because I think I've only so seen good. that one once on opening night. I think that's one of the few times my mom actually went to a movie, too. I've seen all the Brosnan Bonds loads, because
1: they were constantly on TV when I was growing up in the UK. Yeah. I mean, Goldmine's Grey. I guess I it's GoldenEye. more famous as a video game. That's novel. it. I, I always wonder, like, is GoldenEye actually good or I just have so much nostalgia for it? No, the movie's good. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> have you seen the thing with the poster? The thing with the poster? Look at the GoldenEye poster and he's holding his gun right next to his face. Yeah. It looks like he's got a really wide Wallace and Gromit
0: mouth. Oh, yes, I've seen that before. <laughs> I knew there was something about the poster. And my yeah. my ex girlfriend,
1: her brother had a huge GoldenEye poster in his bedroom. And I pointed that out to him once. And like six months later, he was like, by the way, I haven't forgiven you for ruining my Golden Knight poster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Because I, 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 there's several movie posters that really just like have weird things. And once that... you see it, you never unsee it. So shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, that's fun though. I like that. Yeah, the Rosalind's already got quite a weird wide mouth. So add that on
0: top. And I, I um, what is the last one? Did he did? Die Another Day. I have a weird love for that because I watch as The Fever Dream of him dying in the North Korean prison, which makes it a great movie. That was the first Bond I ever got to see in a theater. (laughs) So I've got a lot of affection for it, even
1: though it is shit. (laughs) How many Bonds have I seen in a theater? Was Golden at first I saw in a theater? I saw uh, Die Another Day and then all the Craigs apart from
0: Yeah, I've seen all the Craigs in the theater. I didn't see Spectre in the theater. I did. Um, And promptly forgot about, I guess, but... uh, (laughs) See, I think Spectre's great because all I remember is that opening sequence. Yeah, which is phenomenal, right? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best things in any Bond movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, because I'm actually I wa- really struggling a- to remember
1: what scenes are in Spectre and what scenes are in this. <laughs> I just realized I was thinking about the snow scene a whole bunch, and that's from Spectre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like probably staring at you slightly weird when you said that. <laughs> and like when we've got we've got good, I said about how this one's got a really good henchman.
1: Spectre had Dave Batista, but didn't give him any character or even a name. They were just like, oh, he's Batista, we don't need to write anything. <laughs> <And> <laughs> people will just think of him as Batista, right? He'll just phone it in and it'll work out well. I'm surprised he did it. I mean, he was good in it, but again, I'm just looking at him and be like, oh, look, it's Batista again. He <laughs> <laughs> could have at least made him Jaws or something. <laughs> but yeah, at least this Cyclops guy is unique, you know? He's a memorable villain.
0: That Yeah, that's their, I guess, the, uh, the Jaws for a Yeah, or well, the Jaws or whatever, yep. yeah. Which... Um, I feel like that, yeah, they. I, I didn't know this until recently, that they had actually asked Spielberg to direct one of those mid-70s, like oh. after Jaws, and he didn't want to do it, because I guess at that point in time it wasn't necessarily... Really? Because he, he basically talks about Indiana Jones as because he couldn't do Bond. Yeah, maybe I'm crossing <laughs> some wires there, but yeah, yeah. yeah, obviously that's where the Jaws thing came from. But he just seemed to be in the gravity gravity a little more or maybe he would yeah. just maybe the studio decided he couldn't handle it that might have been it but, yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah I, I seem to remember he really wanted to do it yeah it seemed he was in the running too so mm. which makes sense I guess I don't know how, how, how much of a director with a voice can you really put on Bond that could have been one of the problems with Skyfall right well to, um I mean the going to kick me in the head for Tino saying Tino that's Royale one of the problems with Skyfall a directed film, right? yeah with a real director Royale, Royale's got a voice and a director and yeah before that, though, I don't think there were... I mean, they were definitely, like, you know, like, good work. But, yeah, you, you
1: give characters. it a safe pair of hands. <clears throat> you, just, you follow the template. You do the clichés. There you go. There's a Bond. There weren't so many clichés in this one. No. I mean, you know, he did a lot of what you expect. I think as the films have gone on, he's had more and more of the Bond lines. Yeah. And I do like that. Although in Casino Royale, they found ways for him to be funny without being so cheesy. Right. He had different, a like, slightly different sense of humor.
0: Like, I guess I'm watching this now. Like, the, a, a few years after I had the realization that the Mission Impossible films are now my Bond films, more or less. Mm. Is that wrong? They're just a bit more regular. Huh? <laughs> they're more regular, I think, at this point. Well, they're more nuts. Yeah. I, I guess when some maybe I, I guess it, Bond is, you know, maybe smartly, like kind of gotten into I think they're better, f- into they're, maybe
1: they're better films, but like, Tom, Tom Cruise's character is no
0: Bond. Oh no 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 no! But the that's movies it. themselves, you know, I guess it's the insane stunts. And and let's give Bond credit. You're, we're still watching mostly, you know, like real stunts, stunts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you yeah. just can't you can't you can't
1: not do well, that. Yeah, Bond. no one is fucking Tom Cruise when it no comes. One, to stunts.
0: Th- that's again. But I guess, no one is
1: Daniel Craig when it comes to just carrying a fucking five films on his shoulders.
0: Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> yeah really. Maybe that's why you're um you're bringing up Nolan again because it does have the texture of a Nolan film because it doesn't use much computer craft. Yeah. <laughs> Although I noticed that, despite it ostensibly globe trotting, we spend a lot
1: of time just inside in sets. We do. Is that pandemic reshoots? Maybe. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, we've got a finale on a, a beautiful exotic island,
0: but we're just kind of in concrete bunkers for all these action scenes. Yeah, it's going to be a good five years for getting our Bond film because they're going to need to be able to globe trot easily. Which well, is- and I
1: think they're going to even if they that wasn't a factor. Before a new
0: Bond, you've got to give it a
1: little time, right?
0: They didn't used to.
1: <laughs> I feel like...
0: No, went straight from, straight from Connery to Lazenby, yeah, straight, straight, yeah. straight back to Connery, straight to Moore, straight to Dalton. few years before Brosnan. I think there's few definitely a few years between Brosnan. Which are, those are the ones the in my same. life. About the same. Yeah, about yeah, four years. Like, it seems like forever, but then when you look back, like... Well, the world changed quite a lot between... Because Die Another
1: Day was made pre-9-11. It uh, released post, but it was made pre... Yeah, and that's one of the reasons that film feels so like, out of touch. right? <laughs>
0: Whereas Daniel um, Royale is touch. extremely modern. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, but trying to get a film crew around, I know the, I think they're making a new Mission Impossible and having a hell of a time filming that because I know of, there was the fam- famous like clips leaked of Tom Cruise going on absolute rant (laughs) I saw someone not wearing
1: a mask on set like do you know how few people are getting to make films right now don't fuck this up for us I think he
0: was probably justified there
1: oh yeah (laughs) I'm not putting that in the jumping on a sofa of School of Tom Cruise right? Even, even
0: if you want to go full on and be like master bullshit, all that, it's in that context, it's all like, hey, we want to make this film, you need to do it because we want to make this film, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. care what you think, we want to make this film, people. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what you think,
1: wear a fucking mask, cunt. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is one thing I did like about Spectre, where they kept calling the, the stupid um, government guy C. And <laughs> <laughs> at the end... Well now I know what C stands for. <laughs> and then a nice long pause before he gives you the family friendly careless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not your family friendly C. No. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, my mum taught me that word. I know that's why family friendly. Now be today. Yeah, I guess the thing that's really sticking with this movie for me and why I do need to watch it again is I'm sitting here talking about it. I'm like, I I need to see No Time to Die. I'm like, wait, I did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm having trouble. Like, I feel like I'm not qualified to talk about this movie because I haven't seen it, but I did see the movie. It's definitely too early to say our usual
1: question of does this film hold up? It
0: just skidded off my brain somehow. I don't know.
1: I think it's time to go in the other direction. Okay. What do they do next?
0: Um... I guess next is we you, you go SJW Bond well, and see how that works. So I've seen someone, I saw a really good, I can't remember if it was a tweet or an interview or
1: whatever, but they were saying the problem is every Bond film they make at the moment, it feels like they have to make a film that's like, does the world still need Bond? Yeah. And if every film has to be that question, then the answer is no. Because I'm like, so they, I'll tell you what I want Cold War. Just it was go historical retro. Bond. Yeah. Know? Okay. Like, like man with Uncle Trump Uncle, Uncle, right? And do the Fleming book straight up. I mean, you, I mean, adapt them a bit, right? Because I think, oh, you're not a hundred percent, but like, yeah, just make it like, this is set in the Cold War. It's serious spy thriller, and like, Bond can be a bit of a dick. Yeah, he can be cancelable because it's set in the '60s, right? <laughs> and this is a grey morality kind of world. Mm-hmm. And he, you can still like, you can have that edge of like, like a a Walter white character, right? Where people do kind of like him because he is cool. But you have to remind yourself. Oh, but he's a dick. Like, well, Connor is a dick. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's because in the, it was the sixties <laughs> then, right? Yeah. At the time, no one thought he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do it like you're watching it, and it's like, oh, this guy, you know, he's doing some dark shit. Oh, maybe Britain's not automatically the good guy in every situation. Right? That's
0: the real problem with Roger Moore. Roger Moore wasn't a dick. He just didn't seem like a dick. Yeah.
1: Well, that's why they and went Bond from him is to a Dalton, dick. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the fucking asshole of the Bonds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Pierce is a total dick, right? But <laughs> a musical one. A different one, right?
1: He's like... He, oh, you love him. He's a buoyant, flashing-his-dick-around guy, Bond. But it's, I feel like those. Are your, your option is, go, <laughs> like, make it a little bit historical, make it really, like, Great morality, a proper spy thriller, and then bolster it by, hey, we're doing the books like for real this time. Yeah. Then you make
0: changes, or you need to put, hey, we're
1: actually doing the Fleming. Or at balance. least, even if we're not doing the books, we're doing Fleming's
0: Bond. Now, would that be where you would do it as peak TV? Because if they did it as peak TV. Or, you know, I guess, peak TV. I think no. peak TV's peak, but what if, I mean, lower budgets, not as many no, no, action no, no, set no. pieces because you're doing Fleming? No, 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 no. No.
1: You're not, you, shut up, American. <laughs> Bond is a British institution. It's what keeps our whole economy <laughs> afloat.
0: Because my other thought was you take the new 007, I was like, well, and give her a movie. And I was like, no, that's just Saw. You just made Saw. Yeah, and
1: also, um, Daniel Craig was like, don't make a Bond film about a woman, write a role for a woman. Yeah, is that good, right? Which yeah, Which is yeah. a good point. Like, <laughs> no, but I feel like you either you go a little bit historical, a little bit, or just fucking die another day, <laughs> right? Just go wacky as shit, get a real smarmy douchebag of a bond, <laughs> just everyone's in on the joke. Basically, Austin Powers, right? Yeah. Like we talked about, they don't make parodies anymore because the films just are the parodies.
0: Yeah. Just make a bomb. This one's not, though. I mean, t- No Time
1: to Die is definitely not a parody. No. It's, it's, I mean, it's... They chuck in some, throughout the Craig ones, they chuck in some little gags that mocked. Like, even like when he meets Q and he's like, oh, you know, we don't want really to go in for the exploding pens anymore. <laughs> That's what I mean when I say the parody doesn't exist. You just put the jokes in the film. Yeah. But no, just all out, right? Just make it. This is basically Austin Powers four, but it's actually
0: Bond. So we have to talk about who you want, who who you're thinking of. Then, I mean, everyone talks that anyway. Until until two years ago, I would have gone Idris Elba. Yeah, so, yeah, but I think but he, I I think he's he aged old. out. He's aged out. Yep. I think so. Um, I definitely don't think Tom Hiddleston is what a lot of people say. Mm, no, he's too swar- he's too swarmy. Like we can't. I. Well, his acting is too. swarmy We can't go think. back to skinny Bond. He's
1: got to be buff again. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, I, d- I don't want to go back to, like I was saying, I don't want to fuck Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Whereas, you know, I want to fuck Daniel Crick. <laughs> like, that's what you need in your Bond, I think. Well,
0: I mean, they, they put it right out when he's coming out of the water in his, oh, his yeah, reefs, yeah. right? Well, they, you, know? you know they brought out ice lollies of his body in the UK? <laughs> 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 that shit, dude, I wish we could have gotten that instead of the other uh, Scotch eyeballs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I don't think I'd heard of Daniel Craig when Sinhale came out. No, it was just
1: Layer Cake at that point, I think. Right. So I, I, don't think anyone should know the guy who's going to be the next Bond, because he's going to be Bond, right? Yeah. Like Daniel Craig will always be Bond. Now Pierce Pe- Brosnan's always
0: Bond. People. No, he was Remington Steele. That's why I screamed that out earlier. He's Bond. He was, but he, but he was no, before he was Bond. He was Remington Steele. That's what right. he's known for, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah but
0: now no one knows him for that. True. He's Bond. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> so, he's Yes, now he's Bond. The guy who's going to be
1: Bond next, he's probably not that big now. Yeah. And he's going to be fucking Bond. And I haven't so. been watching it.
0: Well, we've been doing so many of these sci-fis, and I haven't uh, been keeping yeah, I, my paws on the, uh, the up-and-comers. If I you guess. want me to
1: tell you which current actor it should be, I'll name one of the Marvel cast because that's all I fucking watch that comes out at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's either them or it's Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> So
0: the next Bond should Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he could be Indiana Jones and Bond <laughs> in the same movie. Yeah, it'll be a crossover,
1: but he plays both. <laughs> I would love it if that happened because the
0: internet would lose so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I did come out wondering if maybe I think it's because of the Spectre plot lines that were dangling. Where mm. where Rise of Skywalker came to mind a little bit. It's not it's not Rise of Skywalker. No, it's well, not. Well
1: no, because the problem with Rise of Skywalker is it didn't pick up any of the threads that Last Jedi laid down. This like one's like Whereas too this one's problem with Took on to Two. Them.
0: Yeah. They they maybe they should have Rise of Skywalker a little more, because because Inspector they made mistakes. Where Last yeah. Jedi they didn't make mistakes. They just they made, just made brave off decisions dwarfs. and Abrams was too cowardly. Well <laughs> I think some I think maybe
1: Rob pointed this out to me. No, it wouldn't have been Rob, but like you can't judge Abrams for all of that shit. The studio probably told him most of what he had to do.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, And, and also, Abrams is just, like, notorious for not landing things. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Why would you bring him in for the third? It makes perfect sense for the first. Yeah. <laughs> so this, well, No Time to Die, did it stick the landing, I guess, is a good question. I think the fu- the final act was really good. Yeah, like I said, that was the best villain dispatch ever. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. a, fuck you, bull in the head, finished. Yeah. <laughs> And then
1: I think that ending for Bond was great. It's just a shame that the character he was sacrificing himself so for didn't feel. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't, I... it, wouldn't it have been wonderful if he'd like, died for Q and Money, Penny and N <laughs> instead of this love interest they're not supposed to care, I'm yeah.
0: Supposed to care about? Yeah. God. Yeah, because I was like, will he just learn to be a family man and now he's dying so he didn't really do shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, he doesn't even need that. Bond dies for Queen
1: and Country. That's Bond.
0: Yeah, not for some. Not for some whore. Some Sorry, that's too strong. A French whore. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that image, that last image of Bondo, man, that, that's straight out of my dreams, man. Oh, I that, often dream of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also, that's pure, like,
1: this isn't the Dark Knight Rises. He is fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> we are exploding into
0: bits in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the bloody bits, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that there
1: was, wasn't even bits. There were just atoms.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I, I, I was, when it was coming up, I was like, oh, they're leading up to his death. I was like, oh, they're going to Dark Knight Rises it. <laughs> they're going to, you think he's dead, but he's blonde, He found a way out.
0: But <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is that like killing Godzilla as you... Mentioned in our Godzilla versus no, I think um, if you're going to give your Bond an ending,
1: which they usually don't, right? It just peters out and you get someone else in. Mm. If you're going to give your Bond an ending, you die. Bond doesn't day. live happily ever after, right? <laughs> He's got a license to kill and it's a license to die. <laughs> you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. That's how the next lame movie. would it be? License to die. It's a good Bond film name. I yeah. go with it. <laughs> <laughs> like how lame would it have been if he just lived happily ever after with his wife and child? Mm. Also, because that's how like he's two or three Scott. of the previous Craig films have ended. <laughs> <laughs> As he goes away to live happily ever after with a woman and then, oh, nope, he's back for another one. <laughs> it's like uh, 24. They did Jack Bauer's final season, but the ending was an se- a ending they'd done like two times before. <laughs> so like this, I feel like there's going to be another season because we've had him get taken away for his crimes I guess before, that is right? it
0: they, they now, they've now you know, cut the thread. They've end-gamed Bond. So, yeah, what do you do after that? Because um, yeah, up to this point, it's always been, oh, there's just another actor. But you know it really was... did feel more like a reboot, right? Yeah, was, because he became a double-O. But that, that was style. the original... That and Batman Begins were the original gritty reboots, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 1989 Batman is the original gritty
1: reboot, but mm. the modern sweep of gritty reboots, yeah. yeah it was yeah. those two. <laughs> well, because those two fucking nailed it. Yes. <laughs> because they were take-it-and-put-it-in-the-real-world reboots. Are we past the gritty reboot now? I feel like going the other way now, right? It's the... Lean into the Nonsense era. Max yeah. Marvel and stuff. Like, they brought back... They did Spider-Man with no origin. Right. Where at the, you know these characters, have some fun with it
0: level. So I I, I, I guess they I had a wobbly landing, but they landed the plane. Again, I mean, it's, it's most like, Daniel Craig is just a fucking good Bond. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It um, doesn't matter. It almost doesn't matter how what the movies are like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think... I think I'd
1: happily say Craig is my favorite Bond.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I've got a lot of nostalgia for Brosnan and more. Connery, so Connery would be toe-to-toe if he fucking done Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like for not yeah. doing Skyfall, Fuck that guy. He, gets, he, gets, he gets number two <laughs> status.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I actually haven't seen that many of the Bonds before Brosnan. I'm really? Probably,
0: I've seen them, right? But oh. I've seen them
1: on TV in the UK as a kid. Oh, same here. Because yeah, Channel
0: 17 in Atlanta. I, I just but, get them all off there, you know? Because we don't live in the UK, where ITV has all the rights
1: and it's a pain in the ass, Amazon Prime has all the bonds. I got that
0: swank-ass Blu-ray set, so I'm covered. So yeah,
1: starting from starting from now, I guess, whenever I've got like, oh, it's time to watch film, I haven't got anything to watch for a podcast. I would just start from Dr. No, give him a go.
0: <laughs>
1: also, yeah. I'm thinking, because right now I'm like, oh, I want another bond. I can't believe I have to wait ages. By the time I've watched of all of them, I'll just be sick of it, and I'll be happy to wait. <laughs> yeah, I got
0: I got that fifty year Blu Ray set with that had a nice. space for Skyfall, and I did fill it in with Skyfall. That's good. Cool. Although I did not get Spectre, but it didn't it didn't have a space for it anyway. You can so. sell tape Spectre, <laughs> no time to die onto the back. <laughs> yeah, just <this> tape it <laughs> just to the back. So, um. <laughs> but yeah, it is nice to have just a nice big batch of Bond. But but it, uh, yeah, it's nice to have. We did our bond, and he had a
1: beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm. Um, and I, I think whatever they do next, probably each new bond is going to do that. Until they change. Until their mind. <laughs> until, well, the previous ones only didn't do that because they changed bond because it was failing. Yeah. Assuming they do well, <laughs> I think they'll want to do like a do them as their own discrete series. Well, we'll see how this film does. I don't think I've seen a box
0: office on it. Uh, yet. I think
1: it's, it's been the most successful movie like in pandemic times.
0: Okay. Um, so so you can't judge it against other films. So it's probably bonding. But against current films is doing okay. It's yeah. probably bonding. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess the, the bar has been... No one knows where the bar is at the moment, so... Yep. <laughs> Bond always knows where the bar is. <laughs> 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 curium, cold fusion, uranium, You were mentioning, like, oh, let's go, let's go back to Dr. No and do them all. And, I, and I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all, but I did realize what my, like, real problem with the Connery films is. Mm-hmm. All that day-for-night shooting. Mm. When you go back and watch those, the day-for-night is just... It drives you nuts. Is that why they film in the day but tell you it's night? Yeah, they just put a filter on the camera, because yeah. the, the Connery Bonds are just like the worst films ever for day-for-night.
1: Is that just because we didn't have cameras
0: that could film at night yet? Right. It was yeah. a lot more expensive to do it. You'd have to get lights in there and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, just I, I def- in those movies in particular, it, it kind of drives me mm. a little nuts. Completely unrelated as well.
1: Complete tangent. I saw an interview recently, apparently on the set of one of the Lord of the Rings films. Um, the actor asked, oh, it's nighttime. Where does all this light come from? And the photography guy just said, same place as the music. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes sense, right? You don't mm. want to not be able to see what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Just a, a quick yeah. preview. We're about to talk about Evil Dead, and I was like, man, so many car headlights. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finish with that. But uh, you okay. had dumb thoughts about this. You're movie, making right?
1: a film, and you want to establish for the audience quickly
0: that it's set in the '90s. What do you do? Blockbuster video, like Captain Marvel did. Feature a tamagotchi. <laughs> I told you on my tamagotchi quest a few years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Daughter wanted an OG tamagotchi. It had to be OG, right? I think we ended up not finding one, and then she didn't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that
1: seems to have become, like, the film language for this is the 90s. (laughs) But, yeah, blockbuster, if it's in the States, anywhere else, it's just Tamagotchi. Hacky sack? No. Okay. I don't feel like you see that much. Like, 60s, it's, you know... The music, basically, and some fashion. Yeah. Problem is, 90s fashion is just not that distinct.
0: 70s is cocaine. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> the 80s. <laughs> it's a 20 well, 80s thing. is just all that neon color and shit, right? 70s is fun cocaine. 80s is asshole cocaine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, f- films love showing you it's the 80s. Yeah. But like, I just noticed, like, oh, wow, there's a fucking Tamagotchi in Bond because that's how you show it's the 90s, and they wanted to get that across really quick. <laughs> um, the other thing I noticed, I was watching the end credits... Monster Hunter World is in the end credits.
0: Huh?
1: The bit where he's in Cuba and he's running through the streets, there were people just playing video games in the street. Yeah. I guess one of them was Monster Hunter. Oh. But I couldn't even make out the games they were playing. So yeah, I hope Capcom didn't, didn't pay too much for that cameo.
0: Yeah, if you didn't notice, then that's, yeah. that's notable. <laughs> <laughs> were those the dumb thoughts? Yeah, that's basically what I had. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still processing this movie. Like I said, it seems to have weirdly deflected off me. Hmm. I, I found recently sometimes movies seem to just deflect off me and then we're they are doing a podcast and I'm like, I don't feel qualified to talk about this movie. Well, I think... Like we just, this morning we did um, Hitchhikers. I, right. I, um Spoiler alert, I actually didn't get to watch it right before doing the podcast so I see it this year. Um, I felt perfectly qualified to get into but that. But is it just because we've gotten so used to talking about films we've seen multiple times?
1: Are we just no longer capable of watching films once? <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: that's it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I hadn't seen Twelve Monkeys for quite a long time. No problem there. But um, I think
1: yeah, this film didn't have like a thing.
0: Maybe that's it. It's just did.
1: just some stuff happened, right? It's
0: like here's some Bond stuff happening. You know, take your leave it. You yeah, but know?
1: there was no like here's a fucking a Bond thing you haven't thought of. It's just here's some pretty normal Bond stuff happening.
0: Yeah. Nightmare on no, Street. I got my teeth into that, but uh, again, this one I've seen There's nothing a lot. else like that, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm other the other Nightmare on Street. you are sitting here looking at a list of episodes and seeing which, what. I'm going to sit here and like uh, admit to the films that I was talking about. I'm like, did I really see this? Um, Rampage is part of the way there, just because that's one was so whack, probably. Um, yeah, well, I mean, all you saw was just some CG. So. I, I still want to watch Godzilla vs. Kong again, but it's because I want to see like a dinosaur and a monkey fight as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. That film did what it
1: said. On the okay, chair.
0: actually, I'm, I'm feeling good, because now, I, I, maybe it's my other podcast where I've had a few more of those, where I was like... Oh, yeah,
1: when you're watching fucking porn old documentaries and <laughs> shit, it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> See, you thought I gave a bad advert for my podcast.
0: How do you know the fuck I'm talking about in these films? <laughs> okay, so, uh, anyway... Like, I'm sitting here in No Time to Die. It's, like, prime real estate. i like, I barely feel like I'm, like, qualified to sit here and, like, talk about it, you know? But it's, like,
1: you know, at this point, we're pretty good at talking about sci-fis. There's not much sci-fi to get into in this. It's got nanobots, man. It's, yeah, it's got nanobots, bec- but,
0: you know. The got, film doesn't treat them any different than if it was a virus. We got deep into Hobbs and Shaw. That's because we could, like, scream insults at each other, so. Yeah, that, because that film was just... I
1: wish every film ended with just three hench bald men punching each other in slow motion under a waterfall. <laughs>
0: I, I think I like Hobbs and Shaw better than the, than the new Bond. Oh, I definitely do. Okay. <laughs> so that that's <laughs> worth noting. Yeah,
1: because fucking Shaw is a working class British hero. <laughs> yeah. Shaw doesn't give a shit about Queen. <laughs> not I, the Queen, he cares about... I bet he listens to
0: Queen. I think that goes back to her, yes, you're right, Bond should go historical because Bond just... Yeah, he doesn't make sense in the modern world. Right, and that's now you want Hobbs and Shaw. You Ethan Hunt, maybe he's a little more boring, but he makes more sense now. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, they keep making boring movies, and they keep not watching them. I'd fucking watch Statham as Bond. Yeah, he's he's aged out. He's, too, yeah, now, but yeah, no, but, yeah. but that makes sense. Yeah,
1: because yeah, he, he in Hobbs, he's doing and Shaw. Sure he's doing a bit of a Bond, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's being because compared to the role, he's like is doing, the classy gent. Right? He's doing
0: his thug Bond. <laughs> Craig, people talk about Craig as the thug bond, like the gorilla in a suit. Oh, Jason would be way more thug. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I... Yeah. He's oh, not are classy. are they both in Layer Cake? Huh? Are they both in Layer Cake?
0: Um, They're like, a like, the on... kind of film that would have Statham in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the main point. That would have been much younger uh, Statham, though. Yeah, right? that would
1: have been back when he was, like, he was picked up to be in those films because he was actually picking pockets in London, I think.
0: <laughs> Before yeah. that, though, he was an Olympic diver. Give you your money back if I can be in the film. <laughs> Tarzan was an Olympic diver. Yeah. Johnny Weissmuller. I mean, you get... Um, Buster Crabbe was a military swimming instructor. That's different than being but an diver. That's how Olympic you get diver. buff
1: movie bodies.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I remember that's why I got Buster Crabbe to play uh, Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers. So, well, he was in the Olympics and Johnny Weissman was real popular as Tarzan. <laughs> Maybe, like, if you were in the Olympics, that means you can be, like, a good matinee hero. So, the next James Bond should be, um, Oscar Naomi. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is the? Nah, that's, uh, no good. I was thinking of, like, 20-year-old Olympic thoughts there, so those aren't worthwhile. My Olympics ended, like, what, 25 years ago, I've man. I've never given a single solitary shit about any Olympics. But they had the Olympics in my town. Uh, they had the Olympics. I,
1: not my town, but you remember that my country is smaller than your state. Mm. Like, so I've had the Olympics in London and then Japan and not given a shit about either of them.
0: Well, I'll tell you why I give a shit about the Atlanta ones, because there were lots of good free concerts. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Santana and Ray Charles and Brian Setzer. It was great. There's a a Daniel Craig Bond
1: performance no one talks about when he escorted the Queen to the Olympics in the opening ceremony. Oh, yeah, that was so weird. (laughs) That would have made a lot of sense with Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) Or with Craig a few years later, like post-Skyfall. At that point, I think he'd only done Royale and maybe Quantum Solace. And he was not that kind of Bond at that point. (laughs) (laughs) He's this fucking bruiser, asshole, constantly on the brink of being fired because he shoots people in embassies, guy, and he's just the Queen he,
0: to he the, was the He was the bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> it was him or Kevin Costner, and Kevin Costner is an American. Right, but I could... You could... At that point, Daniel Craig's
1: Bond was as likely to kneecap the Queen as get her to the Olympics safely. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish he
0: had. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we don't know how this film's going to hold up at all. And I... I
1: I've said what I want them to do next with Bond. What do you actually think they're going to do?
0: Hmm. I like your idea. I'm, I'm, I'm right, sold right. on that. I'm sold on that. But I don't think that's what we're going to get. What do you think we're going to get? I think they're going to try to
1: basically do... Craig again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't do the origin, but they'll make basically a post, a post sort of finale era... He's Bond. He's been Bond for a little while. He's got an egg on his... Sh- he's got a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he's a little bit more fun and charming just to differentiate himself. <laughs> but he's... They're trying to make it... He's a serious spy thriller.
0: No, I want to combine our ideas where we do a Cold War and we do, like, hey, we're doing straight Fleming overture.
1: I'd watch him. I'd definitely watch him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just... What, have you seen this movie, by the way? Um, bringing up just because it recently came across my radar again, The Man Who Knew Too Little...
1: I've heard the name.
0: It was like um, during Bill Murray's times in the wilderness, basically. Right. And he was tossed the starring role, and it was a complete flop. I saw it on opening night. I like this movie. <laughs> I I, I w- want to find a reason a podcast about the movie, but <laughs> but um, it's basically like he comes, he thinks he's like in this like real life acting thing, but he's actually caught in like this like you know Cold War um, post Cold War like fever dream, right? Mm. But it's funny because he's just around like saying cold ass shit because he thinks he's an actor, like, right. and then everyone's like, "This guy's cold as shit," you know. It's, <laughs> it's a great movie, <laughs> I think. It's I think the consensus is it's not a great. movie. When was the movie, last but, time you watched it? Well, six years ago. Okay, no, I thought you were going to say like twenty years ago. Like, no, 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 no. I it's 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 good. Okay, so um, I, it's almost. It's it's different than Austin Powers, right? Because it's definitely not as flamboyant. Mm. It's uh, all in the like the weird plot mechanics, basically. So yeah. It's uh, yeah, but I don't know. I'm just sitting here thinking of that as like having a certain Cold War Bond vibe that they could like grab on for your historical ideas. Fuck it! You know what they should do next? James Bond Mission Impossible crossover. Yeah. No
1: monkey
0: Bond. Oh, monkey Bond. Bond. He's a trained monkey, like an actual trained monkey. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, that the yeah. ladies' love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: scenes more graphic than anything you've seen
0: before. (laughs) But with a monkey. Yeah, That's a good idea. I think I cracked it, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's not what they're gonna do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that yet. You don't know where the world's going, man. Who knows what entertainment will be in five years?
1: It's gonna be fucking Tom Hiddleston. It's gonna be Pierce Brosnan with a Daniel Craig aesthetic. And it's gonna be pretty lame. (laughs) But it'll have big explosions. Middling explosions. Cool gadgets. It thinks it's too smart for big explosions.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> cool gadgets? Uh, yeah, I think I reckon they'll lean more into the gadgets because Craig turned that stuff down. So maybe yeah. that'll be how they differentiate themselves.
0: So we're going to have James Bond Jr. then. That'll, that'll be it. James Bond Jr.
1: Well, yeah, because they're having to film it all on green screens, it's just going to be full on sci fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that. maybe because they're really tied to the this Craig mythos, maybe they will set it same universe pre-00 days.
0: Like a different actor playing... Different actor
1: playing a younger Daniel Craig's Bond. I don't think that'd be good. No, <laughs>
0: that sounds like a Bourne sequel, like where Matt Damon wasn't interested. Yeah. Like, you know, Jeremy Renner's great, but he you, you've made an issue there. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we finished?
1: Yeah, I think we're finished.
0: Do it. Uh, if you've enjoyed this
1: podcast, you can find find it on Twitter Facebook just search Matt and Link Sci-Fi Sanctuary go to at MLSFS pod also on YouTube Apple podcast Spotify make sure you give us a five-star rating and review tell all your friends if you want to help make sure it stays online help us get in touch with guests things like that and also maybe this episode's a little bit early go to patreon.com slash podcast yes and from there you can find links to my podcast where we talk about cock and bull torture <laughs> and Matt's podcast where
0: he can't <laughs> remember the film he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, we're selling it. Making the making the sales plan. Okay, Matt, how have I just killed the audience? Like, wait, wait, you're a super villain? No, 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 I'm Bond. I've just killed the audience member, what have I done? Audience member, just one.
1: This is probably a one, or maybe a couple, but yeah, I've just killed whoever. The one person who's listening right now, I've just killed them. What Highlander I style. I'll cut the head off? Yeah. Um, well, that's one way to get ahead in life.